You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Hey, Dolphins, this is Michael Fink with the uh, FinFans Podcast. Each week we come to you and bring you our opinions on what's going on within the Dolphins organization. During the season, you'll hear two shows each week where we review and preview each game. We shoot straight from the hip and have fun in doing so. We'd like to thank both the Dolphins Talk Network and the Pigskin Podcast Network for their support. Uh, Make sure to check them out. Please leave us a review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Please make sure to follow the show. That way you'll know when a new one comes out. It's truly appreciated. All right, let's uh, kick off today's show. And it's another podcast. Uh, We're here on a Thursday morning looking forward to Sunday. Um, You are? Well, kind (laughs) of. I'm here with Lewis Orgoni, and we're going to talk a little bit about the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think they've lost 20 straight, Lewis. Have they really? I think so. I know they lost all five this year, so you're saying they lost 15 last year. Their last 15. I think so. So they won their first game last season, and they haven't won since. I don't know. I don't know how it works out. If that's how it works out, that's how it works out. But I, I did read they lost twenty in a row. I hope that's right. I'm not misspeaking. But in any case, they're not very good. And uh, you know, we're gonna go ahead and, and preview them, and, and we'll talk about it. But first, I want to uh, tell people what we're planning for next week. Uh, we're going to join up with uh, two old Dolphins, and uh, people who are familiar with Dolphins Talk Network will be familiar with them. Uh, because they are also uh, part of the Dolphins Talk Network, as we are. So that should be fun. I look forward to uh, talking to Alex and Scott, and I think we'll have a good time. Yeah, I mean, four disgruntled old men. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I, I, you know, how can you top that? Well, you can. You can have four disgruntled old women. But yeah, in all, you're probably you know, right. Yeah, in all seriousness, you looked at the Jaguars, Lewis. What, what what is your impression of their team? I mean, are are there guys there that we should be worried about? Well, I mean, it starts with Lawrence, right? The rookie quarterback. You know, he has all the talent in the world. So, <laughs> with our defense, you know, I hate laughing about this, but with the way our defense has been playing, well, we have two hobbled corners. How good can you be? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's 11 guys on the field. They have to do something to make up for those hobbled. You know, if they know that they're hobbled, they have to do something. You know, they have to maybe help, you know, help them with safeties. They have to create more of a pass rush. They have to do some things to, you know, to, to, uh, to, you know, to basically, right. well, help, help out the guys. You know, mm-hmm. if they, they're usually out there on an island and, you know, maybe they're not going to be capable of doing that. Um, you know, the it starts with Lawrence. Let's start with that, and then we'll get to the receivers. I was going to yep. uh, dig into them, but we'll start with him. And, I mean, you know, at this point, he hasn't been very good, but he's a rookie quarterback. And you don't want this to be the week that he has that breakout game, you know, where he shows as to why he was the number one pick in the draft this past year. We don't want that to happen. So we have to attack him. We have to create different uh, schemes and different looks for him to confuse him a little bit and get him off his game. We don't want him getting into any kind of rhythm because he has a ton of talent. There's no question about that. Um, He's thrown eight interceptions this year. 
six touchdowns. So he's throwing more interceptions than he is touchdowns. He's also been sacked eight times through five games, which isn't an extreme number. No, but, no, not at all. You know, he is elusive back there. And, uh, you know, that gives us problems from time to time. Um, his percentage of completions is below 60, which isn't great. Um, he's averaging about six and a half yards a completion, which isn't great either. So, you know, you look at you look at him and you start with him. And again, you know, all the talent in the world, but you don't want this to be the week that he has his breakout game. You have to do things to take him off that mark. And they're going to have to blitz him, Mike. You know, our pass rush is just not getting it done at this point. So they're going to have to send some packages of blitzes at him and just create some things to to you know, to confuse him, as I as I already mentioned. Otherwise, if you allow him to just sit back there and you send the four man rush and he's able to, you know, look look the field over and uh, get some you know get some completions down the field, you know that's that's going to be a problem. Their running game is pretty damn solid. Yes, it is. You know, so you want to take the running game away from them. I mean, James Robinson. 387 yards through five games. He's averaging close to six yards a carry. He's got four touchdowns through five games. Uh, Lawrence has two touchdowns rushing, and he has uh, 110 yards on top of that. So those two guys you have to stop right from Jump Street. And I think we get Raekwon back this week, don't we? Or did we get him back last week? He, He played last game. He played last game. Well, hopefully he's at full strength this week. And, um, you know, we have a nice rotation in there that stops the running game. That's what we have to do. We have to stop the running game. I've been saying this the last couple of weeks, it seems like, but, you know, the Jonathan Taylor situation, that's the guy you had to stop when we played Indian. James Robinson is the guy we have to stop when we play this week. Um, You know, they're challenged. You know, in regard to offensively, they're 21st in the league. They're 6th rushing the football and their 27th passing the football so and, and you know, what are we against the rush do you know uh, yeah i know exactly what we are against the rush mike we're t- pretty much at the bottom right of the league we're 32nd um uh, i'm sorry we're 24th against the rush okay you know we're 20 set our defense we might as well stay on them for a second because we're talking about jacksonville's offense our defense is 30th in the league right now. 30th. Who would have thought that going into the season? I, I couldn't tell you. Nobody. I mean, I, nobody. Nobody. We're 27th against the pass, okay? And we're 24th against the rush. So we're not good at stopping either. We're worst in the league in giving up third down conversions. We give up third down conversions on 57% of the time where where the teams are converting on us, which is worse than the NFL, okay? So things have to change this week for our defense. They have to change. We can't continue to play that type of defense and expect to win football games with the challenged offense that we have. So, all right, now we'll get back to their running game. So, you know, they're sixth in the league rushing the football. So this is a good team. You know what they're going to try to do. They know that we're not very good at stopping the run. So they're going to try to establish a running game, and we have to be up to the task. If we put Lawrence in passing situations, third and longs, 
we'll have success on Sunday. If we don't, we're going to have basically the same, you know, the same situation we've had in every single game up to this point. You know, we have to play some defense. That's where it's going to start. We felt this was the strength of our team, and it has to be the strength of our team because if it isn't, it's going to be just a continuation of what we've seen up to this point. Boy, you don't sound very optimistic. (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, Mike, you know, the the stats don't lie. You know, I mean, we're five games into the season. We're we're almost, you know, a third of the way through. Do you um, think, Lewis, that the stats might be a little bit skewed because of our opponents? I don't. I honestly don't. I mean, I know we've played two really good offenses, but Mike, nothing changed in, in the other games. You know, we weren't, we weren't mm-hmm. successful in getting teams off the field on third down, regardless of the opponent at this point. So, you know, you have to, there's going to be weeks where you're challenged. I mean, when we went up against the Rams last year, Mike, we played them extremely well. They have a very good offense, a great group of receivers, and we shut them down. And there were other weeks where we did an exceptional job on, on very good offenses. We challenged. Uh, Even the Kansas City game, I mean, you know, when I look back at that, I mean, they were the best offense in football at that point, and we were doing an extremely good job of of stopping them. Now, you know, the game got away from us a little bit because of a punt return for a touchdown, and then um, Mahomes had a long touchdown, I think, right before the half. But the bottom line is, is that they were being competitive, and they were doing a decent job. They were creating turnovers. They were getting pressure on the quarterback, and they were keeping us in football games. Up to this point, this season, every time our offense seems to do something, our defense has just given it right back. Teams come out of the half; they go right up the field on us like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's you know we're like Swiss cheese out there. You know, they're going right through us, and um, you know that's got to change. You know, this receiving core. Because we didn't talk to them, you know, we didn't talk about them at this point. But they have Chenault, they have Marvin Jones, they have DJ Clark. They're a nice trio of wide receivers. I mean, they can hurt you. But you know, I think that our secondary is better than their receivers. And I've said this on a few other occasions. Now, last week, you know, I would say the Buccaneers have the best trio of wide receivers in the NFL right now. You know, when you talk about Antonio Brown. And you talk about Evans and um, the third guy there who's not coming to mind right now. They're, they're, they're an except, exceptional group, and they have great running backs as well. So, you know, that, that trio last week was extremely good. This trio is good, but they don't compare. So, you know, I think our secondary, as long as they're healthy enough, can do a good job against these wide receivers. But it's the seven guys up front. You know, we talked about Baker in the last podcast. These guys have to make plays. Landon Roberts, Gink, Van Ginkle, all of these guys have to really step up and make plays. And we just Phillips. have Phil. Absolutely. I mean, I'm talking about the linebackers right now. I mean, yeah. obviously, you know, it, it goes down to Phillips. It goes to Ogba, Wilkins, and and uh, Raekwon, who we already talked about on the inside. All of these guys have to play a solid football game on defense, which we really haven't seen up to this point. I think the New England game, they did a pretty fair job. 
Agreed. Um, you know, but past that, you know, again, they were going against a rookie quarterback, his first start ever, and they did an adequate job. I didn't well, I, I wouldn't say they did a great job right, in that I game wouldn't either. either. You know. Um so they didn't pressure him much at all. No, they didn't. Well, they did at times, but he was still able to complete passes. Right. You know, they've got to get guys on the ground, Mike. They have to put the quarterbacks on the ground. I mean, you know, our sack total this year is is minuscule. We've got nine sacks through five games. You know, that's less than two per game. I don't think that's going to get it done. You know, I just don't see it. You know, the fumble recoveries that we were seeing, you know, last year. Right. I mean, we, we want to see them, you know, they, they've done an adequate job there, okay? You know, through five games. But interceptions, Mike, do you know how many interceptions we have for the season? There isn't many. One. Yep. We have one interception, maybe two. There may be two on the board. I'm trying to think. I remember X-Man had one. Oh, and the, the Landon Roberts interception that he ran all the way back for a touchdown. Right, right. So we have two picks through five games. And, you know, we felt that our secondary was going to be an extreme, extreme advantage over most teams. And up to this point, it hasn't been. They've been a failure. You know, they've been way, way below average in well, the Howard, NFL. Howard made a play at the end of the, the uh, New England game that uh, pretty much locked it for us. Right. I mean, you know, the bottom line is, Mike, is that we're not getting to the quarterback. We're not intercepting passes. And, you know, what was to be our strength on this team, and I felt it was our biggest strength, was the secondary. Yeah, yeah of course. It, it hasn't been. Um, you know, so, you know, they've got to go out there and they've got to shut Jacksonville down, plain and simple, because, you know, offensively, we can only do so much, right? I'll let you speak a little bit, you know, on the other side of the football, or do you have anything more to talk about in regard to their offense? Is there anything that I didn't touch base on? No, I think you've covered it. Uh, you know, I mean, it's like you said, we, they are a team that we have to shut down. I mean, everybody else has shut them down. There's no reason we shouldn't shut them down. That doesn't mean it's going to be easy. I, I do agree with you. I mean, they have to shut down the passing game. They have to be a little better against the run than they've been. Uh, and they've got to get pressure on the quarterback. I mean, that's, you know, that's how you play defense. So if they're unsuccessful in any one of those areas, you know, we, we could be in trouble. And you don't want to think that we would be in trouble against this team, but it is possible because we have not hit on all our cylinders. And until we do... We are basically, uh, you know, a bottom tier team. So, you know, uh, we are where we are. And for them to uh, uh, overcome that, they've got to start doing some of these things that they were doing last year, like creating turnovers and uh, not giving up the air yardage that they've been giving up, you know. Uh, you know, but I, I worry because of the, the health of the cornerbacks, because that, you know, our defense is based on those cornerbacks. And, and, uh, we don't have somebody who can step in and give them rest and get the same level of performance from. So that's that's really what the problem is. Right. It's football season, baby, and you know what that means? It means we're going for two here with the sponsor of today's show, Manscaped. Blitzing through hairs has never been easier, and it's time you join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by using code FINFANS at manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping. 
three and out the window with all other trimmers. Now go tame that Wildcat offense. The world is starting to open, and the Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped is here to help you get ready. Inside, you'll find the brand new Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, plus two free gifts performance boxer briefs and the shed travel bag the performance package 4.0 for manscaped is the perfect package for your package and a key for great grooming and hygiene routine to make sure the boys downstairs are smooth like tom brady in the fourth quarter the brand new lawnmower 4.0 is here to take your defense to the next level this fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology the Lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multifunction on off switch can engage a travel lock, and gives you the ability to turn on a 4,000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. Did I mention this trimmer is waterproof too? Rain, snow, or sleet are no match for the waterproof power of the 4.0. There's no 15 yard penalty for this clipping. The package also comes with the Weed Whacker. This elite nose and ear hair trimmer is also waterproof and uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. This trimmer also has proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. After trimming your footballs, show them some love with Manscaped Liquid Formulations. The Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner are here to take your ball game to the next level. We have an exclusive offer for our audience. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code FINFANS at manscaped.com. Manscaped also threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code FINFANS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code FINFANS. Stiff arm your pubes out of the playoffs this year with Manscaped. You look at these teams, Mike, and statistically, they're very on par with each other. Yeah. Uh, you know, as far as their rankings, right up to this point through five games, I mean, you know, the, the advantage right now, and, and the thing that sticks out at me is the fact that they're sixth in the NFL in rushing the football. Um, everything else in this game is is pretty evenly squared away there. Obviously, this is going to be something that they're going to attack, um, as I already mentioned. I mean, sixth in the NFL in rushing, everything else is just, you know, right around where we are in regard uh-huh. to, you know, statistically with their passing game, um, you know, their, their pass defense, their run defense, everything. So, um, you know, th- this game is is not as uh you know one-sided as you would have hoped it would be at this point i mean these teams are very very even statistically right now and that's you know that that's that's not a good thing you know because this is one of the worst teams in the nfl right now so (laughs) yeah well i they don't win you know their defensive ranking mike you know they're 20th against the run and they're 25th against the pass right you know so they're they're right on par with, you know, how our defense is playing. I mean, we're, you know, we're a little bit worse in both category, you know, our defense, which is just mind-boggling to me. I mean, just absolutely mind-boggling. But uh, we're a little bit worse on both ends, 
you know, we're playing worse defense against the rush and against the pass than than Jacksonville than right. this Jacksonville team that we're playing this week. So right, so it, you know, it's pretty obvious what they should want to do. Yep. You know, as far as um, our offense against their defense, I mean, our our receivers should have success against their cornerbacks if. Our offensive line can provide whoever's playing quarterback enough time to do his job. Right. Now, we, we assume it's going to be Tua, and if it is, is he rusty? Does he have his timing back? You know what I mean? He's been sitting down, what, what three weeks? Right. So, you know, there, there may be a little rust there initially, you know, until he gets his uh, bearings and timing down and all that. Right. Uh, but I hope that's not a problem. Uh you know, they, they've got a couple of defensive ends who can get after the passer. They're, they're not great, but they're not bad. Uh, so that's something you want to be aware of. Uh, Davis and, and Nikenberg, if, if they're the tackles, and I assume they will be, uh, they've got to play a better game than they played last week. And, and they were getting it better uh, because last week was obviously better than the week before, which Jackson had in the end. Mm-hmm. So... I, I like what they've done in, in switching Eichenberg out, and uh, I almost wish they'd do the same thing on the other side and put Hunt at uh, back at tackle and, and Davis inside, but I don't see them doing that yet. Yeah, I mean, who knows, Mike? Every you know, every Sunday we wake up to a you know a, a, a new and refreshing group of offensive linemen. Yeah. You know, it's musical chairs basically yeah. there. You know, so who the hell knows? what they're going to come out and do this week. Um, yep. You know, if Tua is in fact, and I, I expect him to start, but if he in fact is rusty and he's not playing very well and we're seeing the offense struggle, I, I just don't know if Brissett's capable of even going out and um, and and doing, I don't know how serious his injury is. So, right. you know, you're looking at a guy that's, you know, on a bad hamstring or whatever. Is that what his situation is? Because I still don't, you know, I still haven't heard anything. Well, Flores doesn't talk about injuries much at all. But, I mean, obviously he's hobbled. And obviously, I mean, it looked like his hamstring last week. Hamstring, I don't, groin, I think, something. I, yeah, one of the two. But it, I'm thinking probably more hamstring. Right. I mean, e- either way. Uh, you know, I, I expect Tua to play Mike this week. Um, you know, he's had a week of practice. Um, you know, this trip to London is, you know, a long trip, a lot of sitting, right? Uh, yep. You know, it, I don't think it came at a good time for us, you know, with some of the injuries we have, even to the defensive backs, as you mentioned. But, um, you know, are, are they out there already? When, when are um, they flying out there? They're going out there today. They're going out there today. That's what I thought. So they'll have a couple of days to, you know, to get out Acclimate. there and, and yeah. get and get to it, you know, and hopefully Brissett, if needed, you know, is capable of stepping in if Tua struggles. Now, you know, you look at this Jacksonville defense and, you know, I talked about us with just two interceptions all year. Well, Jacksonville's got one. So, uh-huh. you know, their secondary is not overly good. Um you know, let's hope it doesn't look like Parker's going to play again. Wingard, uh, the, the safety isn't bad as far as the rest of their uh, secondary. I'm not, I'm not impressed. Right. Um, you know, Parker will probably not be there for him, right? So, you know, that means Preston Williams is again on the field. And, you know, he's going to probably be, 
um, you know, the main guy there, I would think. I mean, Waddle, to me, at this point, you know, you'd love to see him be the main guy that they focus on in the passing game, but up to this point, we haven't seen it. So maybe this is the week where we see them target him, you know, 12, 15 times and um, down the field. You know, we've seen him get targeted, but most of them are within 10 yards of the line of scrimmage, and that doesn't make either one of us very happy. See, I th- I think the guy that needs to come out of this game with good numbers is Kosicki. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, I was going to get to him. I mean, he's got to be involved, Mike. You know, one way or another, he has to be involved. I mean, you know, we're, we're going into game six. And, yep. I mean, the guy has been pretty much non-existent. You know, I mean, his, his numbers. Let me throw his numbers at you right now. 22 receptions through five games, uh, 227 yards and one touchdown. Um, he's averaging 10 yards a catch. Yeah, so maybe he's having four or five catches a game. But most of them, Mike, are in games where we're already out of. That, yep. You know, they're, they're not yep. coming at They've times. They've garbage time catches. Garbage time catches yep. where we're trailing and he comes on the field and and all of a sudden in the fourth quarter, you know, he had one catch for six yards going into the fourth quarter. And then, you know, at the end of the day, you know, his line looks great. But in essence, you know, it, it, it was just in garbage time. It's like, okay, great. Your stats got boosted because defenses were playing kind of a bend but don't break, de- you know, type right. of defense. And uh, those numbers are skewed as far as I'm concerned. I would say that the majority of his catches, Mike, have all come in the fourth quarter. And I'd love to be able to look that up right now. I can't do it. But I can almost guarantee you out of those 22 receptions that he's made, probably more than half of them have come in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I don't necessarily put all the blame on Kosicki because I think he's getting more attention than he got last year. Um, But But the, the bottom line is, Somebody's got to be making plays. You, you've got uh, Waddle, you've got Kasicki, you've got uh, Gaskin, Gaskin in the backfield, right? Yeah, I mean somebody's got to be making plays, and somebody has to be a safety valve for the quarterback, so he's not getting hit. They really need to do that better than they've been doing it. Right. Uh, last week was nice to see uh, Gaskin have that kind of game, and I hope that continues. Maybe not with ten catches, but with a number of them. Somebody has to somebody has to step up in Parker's absence. Somebody yes. has to do it. We have to have a guy in this football game against this secondary go for a hundred yards and wow, grab a touchdown. Huh? Oh, absolutely. We gotta have somebody, Mike. We have to. We have to have some plays down the field. You know, we have to have some chunk plays. You know, we have to get in field goal range. We have to create points. I don't care how you do it. Just get it done. I mean, Albert Wilson, you know, non-existent. In the absence of Parker, you know, you have to have guys step up. I felt Preston Williams did a good job last week. Oh, he would be the guy that would step in for Parker as far as I'm concerned. Right. But you you need plays out of some of these other guys when they're on the field. And Albert Wilson, I mean, come on, guys. You're on this roster. Do something with it. You know, and I, you know, honestly. You're getting frustrated. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I mean, you know, it's, you know, you're just looking at, you know, the, these, you know, the contracts and the guys that we held over, you know, and some of these guys, you know, they just don't warrant what they're getting paid. I say it over and over again. And, you know, we're not paying these guys, but 
you know, I'm just talking about on football terms and their production. You know, they have to start, um, you know, producing and, 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 you know, being part of the football team. Yep. Well, yeah. my, my, my problem is different. My problem is, I mean, all that stuff is true, but my, my problem is you, you use a number one draft pick on Waddle. Yeah. And they have not put him in position to be a difference maker. Not at all. And Not it doesn't make sense to me. Why are they not throwing deeper patterns to him? And I understand the line is a problem, but you can you can protect, you can keep a tight end in the block, you can do whatever you need to do. But Waddle needs to be more of a factor, and maybe this week he will be. I hope. Right. And Mike, by what you're saying, it doesn't have to be a a fly pattern sixty yards down the field. 15 to 20 yards down the field. I mean, this guy... I'd be happy with a slant right behind the linebackers. Well, Mike, a combination of things. It doesn't matter. If this guy, he has to, they have to put him in a position. He has to be running every pattern possible for where he got drafted. It it, it slants, 15, 20-yard button hook. I don't care what the hell he runs. He has to be involved in the game more than he is. He has to be running different patterns. Other than five to you know five to ten yard whatever you know in the slot type patterns to where he's a checkdown type of guy, they have to get the ball down the field to him in space. I mean, he's supposed to be as fast as anybody in the league. He's supposed to be as elusive as anybody in the league, and I haven't seen any of that through five games. I need to see it. I need to see it. I need. He needs to be in a position to prove that he's capable of doing that. And again, Mike, like you, I, I hate repeating what you just said, but we haven't seen it. We haven't seen him in those positions. And I don't know what the problem is. I don't know if they're comfortable with him doing it or he's just not doing it in practice or, you know, the, the, um, the quarterback. I think it's just, a combination of things. I really do. The quarterbacks uh, aren't trusting him at this point. I don't know, but we've had two quarterbacks um, playing this, you know, playing the position through the first five games, and it's been much of the same. So, you know, the offensive coordinators have to get this guy involved. You know, he has to warrant what we did. They have to treat him as that, as you said. You know, you don't you don't draft a guy to just have him run, you know, short patterns through five games. To oh, where- he's, got, he's got to be a difference maker. That's yes. why you drafted him. Now, if you're not using him, you have to figure out why you're not using him and fix it. Another week of the NFL season means another shot to win big at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NFL. New customers can bet just $1 at any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. The last 0-0 tie in the NFL was in 1943, so I'd say this is a no-brainer. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN, throw down $1 in any NFL game, and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NFL. You must be 21 or older in New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? 
Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Get him. Get it. Get do some bubble screens to the guy. Yeah. It, you know, if he's that fast and that elusive, I mean, somehow, some kind of way, get the ball in his hands. I mean, you put you put Hollins. You throw a bunch group out there on the outside with Hollins and Preston Williams in front of them, and you throw the ball out there, and you have those guys block for him. End the story. You know, yep. get him involved. Yep. G- give him opportunities. That's what I'm saying. You know, number one pick, Mike. Number one pick, use him like that, as you said. You have to. I mean, he has talent. You draft him because he has talent. Now you need to use that talent. Mm -hmm. Now, with all that being said, Mike, (laughs) you know, he's been the most targeted receiver on our team. Our problem is not so much. But they're not getting him in space. They're not getting him in space. They're not getting him down the field. Even, Mike, back shoulder, whatever the case may be. He should be able to make every catch imaginable where he got drafted. Any catch. You throw back shoulder, you throw ball up for grabs. He's got to be that guy for you. He has to warrant where you picked him. Give him the opportunity to do it, and let's let's see what he does with it. I mean, 36 targets through five games, Mike. It's not a bad number. It's about seven targets a game. Right. But, it, but, but it's but how just many the receptions? type of targets. Right. How many, how many receptions 27. Compared, compared 27. targets? 27, which is yeah. the most on our on our team as well. But right. it's the type of receptions. This guy is averaging 8.6 yards a reception with one touchdown, which uh-huh. came in game one. He has, and I I believe, our first drive of the season in game one. Right. This guy has not caught a touchdown since the first drive of our very first game of the season. I don't even know if he's been in a position to catch a touchdown pass. You know, we like to run Wildcat. And 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 ditch well, the ball would, off the I think Kaseki. they scrapped that the past couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> we still ran the ball twice, you know, inside the five yard line last week. And uh, yeah, I think they scratched the Kasicki, you know, uh, shuffle pass as well because yeah. I didn't see any of that last week either. Yeah, they just, I, I, I prefer not to. <laughs> Mike, they just went with straight dropbacks and getting the ball in the flats. Oh my God, what has happened in the world uh-huh. to where? You know, we, we've done things other than throwing the ball, you know, to Gesicki and running the football inside. The, listen, they, they have to be more creative. It doesn't matter who we're playing because it's been a struggle. Well, you're and, down on the goal line. Bring in the three tight ends and throw to one of them. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not rocket science. Mike, you know? <laughs> how many times did we do that last year? Quite we a were bit. like, every time we were like, oh, my God, this is great. Play action, touchdown to Smite. Play action. Touchdown yep. to Gasicki. Play action. Touchdown to uh, who's the other guy that I'm Sheehan. Gonna, Sheehan, right? I think Sheehan and Smythe had four touchdowns each last year. Yeah. At the end of the year, you know what they have this year combined? <laughs> Not many. The goose egg, Mike. Yep. The big fat goose egg. I don't even know if they've been targeted inside inside the red. We don't get down there that often, but. I mean that you know play action yeah. and just throw the ball to them on first down. We don't yeah, have don't, to get the don't third get cute. down. Don't get cute. Don't just get play cute. football. Just go out there, go with your with your monster package, and then throw the ball out of that. Show run and and pass the ball. It's that simple. 
Yeah, but these I guys think, are you know, okay. I, I just think they're playing to their weakness, you know, the offensive line. And, sure. uh, you know, they're, they're just – how long does it take to drop back and throw to a tight end two yards away? Not at all. Right. right. I so mean, it, you're inside the five-yard line. So they shouldn't be playing scared. Just get it done. <laughs> I, I, you know, I – I don't have answers. You know, I'm not on the field. I'm not coaching. I mean, you know, Flores, if I was Flores but at Lewis, this point. Hold on a second. Because you, you say that every week, and, and, and it's all true. But we've been watching this game for a long, long time. Yeah. We've seen bad offensive lines before. We've seen our offense with the bad line perform. Yes. Agreed. Okay. And I think that right now these coaches are playing scared. They're coaching scared. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I agree. Hey, Mike, listen. Our offense was successful last year. We were with different this coordinator. Different coordinator, and you know Fitzpatrick. You know, yes. Say all you want, but he made plays. But the offense moved the chains. They put drives together, and it's the same friggin' offensive line that they have out there for the most part. For right? the most part, right. For the most part. It's the same group of guys. The center's different. Center's different, but the center the last and couple of weeks has obviously been Obviously, okay. Eichenberg is different. Right. And Dieter wasn't doing a bad job. I mean, the center position has been, I would say, Probably on par our with, best position right. on the line. Mm-hmm. I would say it, it, it's been on par, if not better, than it was last year, right? So, you know, you're looking at our tackles, and that's where the problem lies. You know, but we had the same tackles last year. We had the same, you know, I was going to call them a derogatory name, but I don't want to do that. But Jackson and and Davis were both our tackles last year. Same guys. You know, the guards are a little bit different. Uh, but now with Eichenberg out there, you know, maybe maybe it solidifies that left side going forward. But the bottom line is, is that you're absolutely right. You know, the offense was successful last year for a good while. Um, and even when Tua came in to some extent. I mean, this year they've just been horrific. They've been horrible. They've been absolutely horrible. So well, well, hopefully Jacksonville is what, what uh, solves that problem. Yeah, let's hope so. I mean, you know, we've got some nice games on our schedule going forward. Um, you know, that's what people say. I mean, let me tell you something. You know, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but the Falcons are no slouch. Um, you know, people think that they are. They're in every football game. They're a very, very good football team. So, you know, this is a week where if we want to stay um, stay in the mix, Mike, listen, it's it, you have to start here. Uh-huh. Okay, it starts – this Sunday, unfortunately, at 9.30 a.m. in the morning, okay? So it's either going to be a happy Sunday or it's going to be a very long, miserable Sunday because the game's going to be over by the time all the other games start. And I just hate sitting around all day being miserable on a Sunday. I just don't want to be in that position. But, um, you know, we've got to go out there and it has to start this Sunday. Things have to change. You know, hopefully Tua gives us a lift this week. You know, he comes out, he plays really well. And then it gives us some hope. The defense plays better. It gives us hope, like, going forward. Like, all these teams are NFL teams. I don't care who you play. On any given Sunday, they always talk about it. So this is the week where we don't want Jacksonville to shine and get their first win of the year. We have to show that we're capable, we're a better team, and it has to start this week, and then we, we build on what we do this week, hopefully. Hopefully, you know, that's what yeah. we, uh, 
What's your so, prediction, Lewis? Uh, I think that we're not going to see an awful lot of points in this game. Um, you know, you have two defenses that haven't been playing very well, but, you know, you've got two offenses that haven't either. Um, you know, it comes down to the quarterbacks. Those, those are the two X factors, Mike. And I think that Tua will, will spark us a little bit and we'll win 20 to 14, 20 to 13, something, you know, something somewhere around there. And I think that our defense has something to do with it this week. I think we actually come away with a few turnovers. And I think that becomes the difference in this game. And somehow, some kind of way, we get to 20 points this week. Um, Again, I don't think you're going to see a lot of scoring. I think it's going to be a very, you know, back and forth type of game to where we're seeing punts and whatnot. But I say 2013 Miami. Well, I say 20 to 17 Jacksonville. Wow. Okay. I just don't, you know, I don't think two is ready. Right. And I don't think the receivers have been getting the job done. And the, the fact that our corners are hobbled concerns me. Right. You know, so, I, you know, if we were a healthy team and, and, and Tua had been, you know, playing since the beginning, then I'd feel differently. Right. Um, but right now, I think it's very possible that Jacksonville wins this game. I feel the same way. I mean, it, it comes down to whether our defense can stop them running the football because as you look at these two teams, as I mentioned earlier, they have a strength where at this point, we don't have a strength anywhere. Like I'd love to say, hey, our, you know, our pass defense is our strength right. and, you know, and we can just key on their running games. That's not the case. I mean, you know, as you look at the game as a whole, they have a strength where we don't. So they, they do, to some extent, have an advantage there. But, you know, our guys have got to be up to the task, and they've got to take that strength away from them. You know, I, I don't want to contradict what you said, Mike, but our receivers actually did a pretty good job last week against Tampa. I know that they, you know, they had some uh, injuries in their secondary, and they weren't up to full strength. But, you know, this is not a very good secondary either. So I think that, you know, our receivers – did a pretty good job last week. Uh, maybe one of their better games, you know, minus their two top receivers. So no, that, that's true. But you know, uh, how many points do we score? Right. I mean, you know, we and that's we, where I'm coming from. There, you know. Listen, would you be happy with the output of the offense um, going against this Jacksonville team this week? You know, the same type of offense that we had last week. I would be. Yeah, but know? Brissett's going to be on the bench. Right. So you're saying that the difference this week is going to be Tua's compared to Brissett. Well, I think the rusty Tua and and the cornerbacks being hobbled doesn't help our chances, you know? Right. Uh, and that's that's how I look at it. Now, you know, Tua can come out, play lights out, and maybe Byron Jones and Howard are feeling a little bit better, and then that would change things in my mind. Yep, absolutely. No question. I mean, more than likely, we're not going to have Parker. We know that for certain. He hasn't practiced yet, but who knows, Mike? Maybe he comes back to practice over the next couple of days. You never know. So anyway, you know, Waddle, Gusecki, Gaskin, all those guys have to get the job done. Preston Williams have to get the job done. Matt Collins, you're a captain on offense. Let's go. (laughs) Somebody. Uh, Somebody. Somebody. Somebody do something. Please (laughs) help this football team. Help us. I thought you were going in a song there for a second. <laughs> yeah, the Queen song, right? Yep. We yep. need we need help, guys. Come on. Give us hope. 
somebody step up and do something for the love of God. Somebody. Yeah, wouldn't it be nice if somebody stepped up that we just didn't expect to step up? Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, I don't care who it is, Mike. Me neither. I really don't. I don't care who it is. I mean, somebody. Well, obviously, I want Tua to step up because I want to feel better about this football team going forward. And yes. in order for that to happen, that has to happen. He, so. ha- Mike, yes, this game and going forward because, boy, I'll tell you what. I mean, you know, we, we, we have to have it from him because we can't go in the next season, you know, worrying about so many different things and then a quarterback on top of that. Right. I mean, you know, he's got to get the job done. And right. I think that I, I honestly think, Mike, that the changes to the offensive line are, are, for, help. The, are for the better yes. and will help because it did last week. And I think, and that was a good defensive line that they went against. So this defensive line that we're going against is good, but it's not as good as the one we went against last week. So, you know, that's another positive. So as long as he's able to, to do what he needs to do and get some time, you know, let, let's just hope for the best. I'm looking forward to it. Let's hope for the best. Yep. <laughs> that's it. All right, Lewis. All right, uh, let's that, go. That's, that's going to be it for today. Uh, you know, yep. Again, we, we look forward to doing that uh, joint show with uh, the Tool fans. Yeah, and, Mike, uh, I don't, not, not to cut you off, but I am also looking forward to the new Manscaped or your Manscaped commercial during the next podcast as well. That was very enjoyable. So anyway, and uh, anybody who listened to that commercial, listen in full detail as to what you have to do. I mean, it's a, it's a really nice package that they give you. And, um, you know, package for your package, package for your package. It's beneficial, uh, you know, to you, you know, good hygiene is always good guys. Just, just keep that in mind. It's always good. Women like that stuff. Okay. So go out there and get your package, uh, for your package. Right. All right, we'll be back next week. And uh, until then, guys, fins up. Fins up, Dolphins. Let's go get some Jacksonville butt. All right, that's today's show. I just want to remind everyone that the Fin Fans podcast is proud to be part of DolphinsTalk.com podcast network and the Pigskin Podcast Network. Check out these sites, guys. There's lots of podcasts and information there that you'll enjoy. All right, until next time, be well and take care.